This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Roleplay Retcon does not own any part of the original versions of the movies we retcon, nor are we associated in any way with the artist who made them. Also, while we are not the rowdiest bunch, we are adults goofing off, so we might say some things that some people might not want their kids to hear. Previously on Roleplay Retcon Does Twilight... My name's Jacob, and he holds out his hand. I extend mine, and I'm like, I'm Bradley. Oh, you are powerless. You are powerless to his charms. Ms. Cullen? Why are you in my house, Ms. Cullen? Bradley invited me in. I have to assume, Estella, that you know the situation. And so, you know what? If you want to stay here and be safe, I would be a pretty bad police chief if I told you you couldn't do that. Maybe I grab my baseball bat that's next to the stairs. I'm missing somebody, Finch. Do you have her? She's just fine, and you should definitely not come looking for her. I want to I wanna turn to Estelle and be like, we can't let him go. What, what's, what exactly is going on? Do you know where Madge is? I got a good idea. Um, I, so I guess I'm going to like walk towards the front door and like grab the keys to the Volvo. Charlie, I don't think you should go. I don't think you should go by yourself. This is crazy. You're going to get yourself killed. You don't know what this guy is capable of. You should wait for Carlisle. I know I know better than anyone in this town what this guy is capable of. Uh, I don't yeah, know. If I'm that's... not really looking to argue about this, Bradley. I want you to be safe. I want you to stay here, both of you. And I, I, I just look at them both and I say, promise me you'll stay here. Listen, he Charlie. He seems pretty serious, guys. Well, Listen. Carlisle is going to come pick us up. Listen, Charlie. Or, well, or, or, stay here until he gets here. Listen, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> you may have been a pretty quick, shitty quick, dad. Quick, quick, quick. Interrupt Alex again. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Hurry. Charlie. Shut up, that's Bradley. mean. That's mean. That's mean, Jensi. Don't interrupt. Don't I'm interrupt, sorry. Alex. I'm so, I'm, no, I'm so sorry, Alex. I'm so sorry. I didn't. I was just being silly. Please continue. Listen, Charlie. Yes, please continue. Alex. <laughs> oh my God. No. <laughs> you turkey. That was my last one. That was my last one. All right. I'm so sorry. If I may. <laughs> yes. Listen, Charlie. You may have been a pretty shitty dad. Ow. Okay. For maybe the most of my life. All right. I guess that's fair. But that doesn't mean I want to see you dead. And we're not going to let you go alone. What I'm going to do here is I'm going to... uh, I I guess this is technically two actions, but hopefully I could be loosey-goosey with Fate Core. 
Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna and, make uh, this easy for you. I want to put my hand on a, on his shoulder as as I'm saying this. Oh, okay. Oh, you you've seen into the future of what's happening here. And I go, <laughs> I don't. And he goes, I want you to be safe too, Brad. And that's why I'm doing this. Sorry. And I uh, I I would like to uh, take the handcuffs and put them on Bradley's wrist. Uh, I, I'm gonna need to see some rolls here. Would I just let him do that? Because, like, I'm going to know. That's a great question, Estella. Would you? No. I want to, maybe, um, I want to say this is, I've been a little heavy-handed with this character. He's definitely touched some people when he shouldn't have touched them. I did that on purpose Whoa. because because, uh, well. because a character, I just mean, like, or was, like, like like in episode uh two when he like he like puts that firm hand on Bradley's shoulder and he really shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. Um but this is different, I wanna say. I think this is this is definitely a like I I'm not it's not an aggressive move. Okay. Uh I, I roll, still need to see a roll. I rolled, I don't know what I'm rolling. I mean I I don't know what I'm adding to it. And I'm just kidding. I'm gonna let this happen. I yeah. I'm just kind of like waiting for for Carlisle. So this this is fine. This is fine. Just looking around the area. This is fine. Handcuff me. Okay. <laughs> Let's say. Um, are you trying to do it like in in a strong man way or like a stealthy way? This is definitely a sleight of hand kind of thing. Which I don't. There's not sleight of hand in this. But <laughs> there isn't. But I think maybe. Kind of like a smooth way, you're like maybe I am being a smooth uncriminal, yes. I would say either stealth or athletics. It's a stealth thing. I, I'm I'm trying to deceive him. Let's do stealth. Why not? Notice is what we would roll against stealth. So Alex, if you want to roll notice instead of typing butts. Get my notice. Here you go. <laughs> butts again he did just type butts again all right all right here we go so my notice is three yeah uh you notice that he's cuffing you so are we gonna contest it like physically now (sighs) or are you just gonna let it happen i think i'm just dumbfounded that charlie would just keep going to this well and i'm just gonna let it happen what are you going to put the other side of the handcuffs on? Like, you're just going to put one on his wrist and be like, okay, that's it. You're safe now. You know what? Let's say he has one of those, like, classic radiators. Like, the old ones in his house. Uh, uh, so we're going to do that. And he goes, all right, Estella. We're kind of going to do it to you, too. Okay, Charlie. Do what you got to do. And he's like, I know this is probably going to bring back some unpleasant memories between us, but uh, I do it very gently. I put I just kind of like hold my hands out. I'm like, just do it. And I do it, and I'm like, wow, you're freezing. You all right? Yeah, it's kind of cold in your house. Do you want me to turn on the radiator? Maybe that's not a great idea. What time of year is it? Is it August? Man, it's so cold. <laughs> okay, well, he doesn't. he does not <laughs> dwell on that. Um, so you're both changing the radiator. Uh, he goes, 
Uh, he goes, okay, here's the key to your handcuffs. I'm putting it underneath the welcome mat. Tell Dr. Cullen they're there when he gets here. Charlie, you know, sometimes you're a real dipshit. I said, he says, yeah, maybe, but I'm also right. This dark age This Charlie's Audi. He's out. He's gone. Charlie, where are you headed? Oh. Yes. 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 Ben. He's amazing. Okay. (laughs) Where are you going in your dumb Volvo? Well, so I figured I'd go to where um, where I caught him Mm -hmm. the last time. Where'd you catch him? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, we didn't cover that in like the episode zero, the like uh the the rookie camp. Um, help me out, guys. Where where should we be going? Stan's shrimp shack. Up your butt, or Stan's shrimp shack. Great, great. I'm so glad. What what is this like? We've had like eight the word butt in this episode now. Great. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, Stan's shrimp shack and like a marina or something. A mar- a marina? Do you mean? Marinara? Yes, that is what I meant. That is what I meant. A marina, which is how it's pronounced. Definitely not marina. Uh, but it's like closed. All right. So um, Charlie has just left toward Stan Shrimp Shack. And I assume he was thinking that as he was heading out the door. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Definitely. Um, I also assume that Estella was listening in on his thoughts. Yes, you already know. All right, all right. Okay, so we are not going to follow Charlie on his road to Stan Shrimp Shack. He'll be on the road for quite a little bit since he has to go all the way out of town to the harbor for that. So uh, we will stay with our teenagers then. Teenagers, you guys are handcuffed to a radiator. How are you feeling? So I turn to Estella and like, so you can't turn into gas, right? No, I can't turn into gas, but I can do this, and then I just break the cuffs. Oh, God, no, do these have, like, feathers on them? (laughs) 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 Oh, I hope you have those. I don't want those. I'll let the listeners decide. (laughs) Okay, so I'll break mine first. (laughs) The other ones are fuzzy. Spoiler alert, that's all Charlie has. He he finds that it's more effective against the bad guys. I will also break Bradley's handcuffs. So, we've got to go after him, right? We do, yes. He should not be by himself. Um, Carlisle should be here very soon. He he can help us. Carlisle can help us. Uh, It it might be more um, actionable to call Carlisle. Give him the lowdown. By the way, is your dad a vampire? 
Does he know about you being a vampire? I don't think we touched on that. Um, well, I was thinking we could touch on it when he got there, but if we're going to do he gets off work later. I mean, I don't want an audience. Okay, well, okay, so I will call him, and um, Bradley, uh, where's the, the nearest chair? Do you want to sit down for this? Um, sure. Okay. Sit, chair, uh, command. Awesome. Okay, um, y- yes, Carlisle is also a vampire, and I guess he is somewhat of my uh, a vampire dad. Neat. Is that neat? Do you think that's neat? How come your name isn't his name backwards? Oh my god. I'm <laughs> not bringing no. that up. <laughs> okay, but listen guys, listen. <laughs> Are is Alucard's son called Dracula then? Yeah, right. Does it just keep like keep J- Jacob flattering into itself? <laughs> yep. or, yeah. Yeah, like, I hope so. I hope all so. of the spawns of the vampires and then, you know. Well, I mean that that's how Dracula's, you know, stayed around so long. It's cuz lineage. Oh, there's lots of them. Okay. I think I'm just uh, just surrounded by vampires. Never knew it. You kind of numb to it all? Uh, it might be getting there. Um, no. GM says no. Sorry. <laughs> you still have that negative aspect where you don't like vampires a little bit. Okay, so I will call Carlisle. Um, I'm going to update him on what's going on. Cool. I'm going to I'm going to get my bat. I'm dialing Carlisle's number. Boop. Speed dial. It rings once and then Carlisle answers. Hello, I'm Carlisle. You've reached reached my phone. I'm not a vampire. I'm just your local surgeon. Leave a message at the tone. At the blare. At the tone. Tone blare. You sound like you sound like the butler from Rocky Horror. It's just a jump. <laughs> Time is fleeting. <laughs> exactly. Madness oh, no. takes its toll. <laughs> hey, Carlisle, when when did you talk to Charlie last? Yeah, I just talked to him a few minutes ago. You're over at the Swan household. Yes, I am. Charlie just left. Um. His friend, Forrester, ma'am, Madge, Madam Madge was kidnapped, and I, it, it's by the face eater, by Edward. Charlie just left by himself. He made me and Bradley stay at the house, and did you I, hear where he was going? Yeah, he's going to the harbor. The harbor. We got to get there as soon as we can. He's he's gonna kill him. He's gonna kill Charlie. Okay, I, I I feel like I need to stay with Bradley, but are are you sure? Absolutely, absolutely. Don't even worry about it. Um, I will talk to you in just a little while. Don't worry about me. You just make sure that Bradley stays safe in case, you know, in case Edward's up to his old tricks. Of All course. Right? Bradley's my number one priority. Yes, yes. Absolutely wonderful. Okay. All right.
Know that I love you very much. Okay. Look, somebody accessed their feelings in a healthy way. After he hangs up, uh, Estella is just kind of stunned a little bit. And just looks at her phone where it says Carlisle and call ended. About this time, I want uh, Bradley, Bradley to come down the stairs with his baseball bat. It's like, all right, I'm ready to go. You're ready to go? Uh, no, no, no. We're no, no, Bradley. I, I have to keep you safe. We're we're not going anywhere. Carlisle is going to your dad. I mean, I'm, I guess your dad is a pretty cool vampire man, but I mean, he can handle it. If something comes up, he'll call me. I I think. Yes, he I'm, will call me. I'm pretty sure the three of us could handle this guy more effectively than just one of us at a time, don't you think? No, no, Bradley. He, no, you you can't you can't be around Edward. He he's he's out to get you for some reason. Maybe because he couldn't get you 15 years ago. I don't know. Well, maybe we should get him first this time around. That's what Carlisle is going to do. feel so helpless just sitting here the regular old human boy I feel helpless too I thought he would want me to come with him but he doesn't but I also need to protect you and so we're going to stay here <sighs> I guess I can't argue with that Yes, if you'll remember, I did not put any points into hey, this. Charlie, Instead, I put it. Charlie, Charlie, sh- yeah, shut up and drive. Yeah, I I resisted <laughs> doing that joke, but I see that you just. Uh, yeah, how's that low hanging fruit diet working out for you, Alex? It's so good. They're so tasty. <laughs> okay. All right, you rolled. A I did one. roll a one. All right, you're driving at a perfectly normal way. You're speeding up just a little bit, just a little bit, but not recklessly. Um, you're gonna get there just a little bit ahead of schedule. When is my schedule here, Gen C? <laughs> yeah, that's my what do I got is? after this? What do I got after this? <laughs> so you start pulling up to the marina. It's about one thirty on a Wednesday. Um, there aren't a lot of people there right now. Most people are at work or gone for the day. They're not really fishing or boating. And um, you do see just a couple cars, but not many. You pull up to the parking lot of Sam. Is it Sam? Sam's Shrimp Shack? Stan. Stan's. I I stand, Stan's Shrimp Shack. And there's no one else in the parking lot. It looks like this place has been closed down for quite some time. Uh, I brought a shotgun with me. Um, okay, I'll let you have it. Okay, I think that you had like seven. I had in like the car, seven. In, so. I had like seven in the car, so I picked the one mm-hmm. I like the best. Um, and these are uh, these are not my like police shotguns. I would not just bring those around. This I, is your I, daddy's is, shotgun. Yeah, this is this is like okay. There, you know that one scene, the like dumb scene from the movie where uh, Bella is like, "Hey, uh, Edward Cullen wants to meet you," and he's like, "Well, let's do it." And he like he like he like. Uh, like flips the yeah it's that one it's that gun 
Um, okay. So that I, exact gun. Yeah, that exact gun. I, he got it from that universe or another universe um, and brought it into this one. So he's got a he, that one's loaded and he's going to walk into Stan's shrimp shack or he's going to walk to the Stan's shrimp shack door and like slowly open it. All right, you go up to Stan's. Stan's. Oh my <laughs> god. St- <sighs> you walk up to the triple S <laughs> and S cubed. This is an alliterative town. Oh god. Okay, you walk up to Stan's Shrimp Shack, and the closer that you get to the door, um, the more that you become acutely aware that you hear screaming coming from inside. Blood curdling screaming. He yells, Madge! And then he yells, Finch! You just hear it screaming. I'm gonna follow it, and I, I have the shotgun, like, up. You know, All right, okay. Ready to you, fire. you go to the door, uh, you, you try to open it, it, it opens, it's unlocked. As soon as you open that door, screaming. Just the most painful screaming you've ever heard. It's definitely a woman. You are, um, you decide to start running through the shack. The first part was where he would sell a bunch of stuff. There's still some shelving and stuff. You, you try and run around the shelving and go into one of the back rooms. The, the screaming sounds like it's coming from everywhere. It's just reverberating off of all of the walls. You finally come to a back room that looks like uh, maybe it was once a cooler. And you open the door. And in front of you, writhing on the floor in agony, is Madge. She is screaming. Is there anyone else in the room? There is no one else in the room. Okay, I put the shotgun down. Uh, like I don't, like I just put it down. Like I don't have it in my hands anymore. And I, and I, I like run over to Madge, and I'm, I'm like, what's wrong? What's wrong? She is, she is barely keeping it together. She stops. Uh, screaming long enough to look up at you. Tears are streaming out of her eyes. She starts whimpering. She can't make she can't make uh, coherent words. Uh, let's look at that neck. All right, give me an investigation. You got it too. Yeah, that's good enough. You, um, she's she's writhing around on the floor, wiggling. You try and brush her hair back on one side you don't see anything you brush it back on the other side and there is a bite mark on her neck it had to end somehow it might as well be right now I saw who loves you but I'll carry you carry you Fingers have are are clenched into a fist. She's bowed over. She's she's in a, an un, unbelievable amount of pain right now. You can tell. Hold on. All right, we're gonna get to the hospital. Okay. Um, I I, I think as a police chief, I'd probably have uh some at least first aid experience. Um, real life Ben does not know what you do about a neck wound. Uh, and maybe there's not much you can do, but I would do. You put would, pressure would, on it. 
Yeah, maybe put pressure on it. There is definitely some blood coming out of her neck wound. It seems like she's bleeding kind of a lot, actually. So you go ahead and um, do you have anything that you can apply pressure with, like a rag or a vest or something? I I think he would he would keep a first aid kit in his car. All right, so you're going to run out to your car to get the first aid kit. All right, while you're running out to your car to get the first aid kit, should have ripped off your shirt you, like a man. You are um you run, you you tell her I'll be right back, Madge, and she starts panting very heavily. You run out the door, you run to your car. As you are approaching your car, another vehicle Pulls up beside yours. This one is a 2019 Maserati. John Cooper works. <laughs> Thought you were gonna say uh, John Cougar Melon Camps. <laughs> no, no, I think I think they dropped the I think that car dropped I think that car dropped the Cougar uh, like a while back. I think it's just a John Melon Camp now. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you got, uh, there's a John Cooper Works Mini Countryman that pulls up next to yours. Is that a Mini Cooper? It's, it's by the same people who do the Mini Coopers. It's by Mini. <laughs> you would. It's a Mini. You would. <laughs> <laughs> He's got good taste in cars. What do you want Listen, listen, <laughs> listen, for context here. Yes. Jensi, Jensi, like, just fulfilled their life stream, could die mm-hmm. tomorrow and be fine. <sighs> Because they bought uh, a Mini Cooper, like yeah. like like a sporty one. I got a Coop. Um, what's his name? Finn. Why is it called that? Because he's like a sexy little stormtrooper, just like Finn. <laughs> anyway, back to the story. Um, so so um, okay. I did I make it out the door for the. Before yeah. I saw that? Yeah, you made it out the door. You're, like, crossing the parking lot. John Cooper works. Mini Countryman uh, pulls up next to yours. Black and red. Okay. Um, I want to duck inside and pull out another one of my shotguns. <laughs> where are you not- keeping this shotgun? <laughs> I duck said inside I had- where? My, my back seat of my car. And okay. get one of the other <laughs> shotguns out. <laughs> okay. Sure. It is. It, however, is not loaded. Okay, you pull out a shotgun that's not loaded. Um, and then, uh, you see a very tall, very attractive blonde man come out of the John Cooper works. This is a man that you recognize as Carlisle Cullen, the head surgeon at the hospital. I dreamed last night of a daughter that never By the curvature of her face That looked like yours And you were happy Hey, this is Ben. I don't have the other two with me this time because uh, we just didn't have an opportunity to record together. Just me this time, but we are going to keep trying to do that where we we all do this little break. Uh, Just to let you know, this episode is a little short, uh, because we cut a long episode into two halves, so the next one will also be a little on the short side. Um, we got a little behind in recording, and we needed sort of a buffer, and it just makes us feel better if we've got a couple in the can. Um, but after that, probably we'll get back to like normal episode length. 
But, um, you know, enjoy these lunch-sized portions of Roleplay Retcon. Big thank you to the Wolves of Chernobyl to start out with here. Uh, local band. Uh, they should be way more famous. Um, they're a bluegrass band, but it's kind of hard to describe them otherwise. But you've been listening to this series, and they've been their music has been used in every episode since episode two. Um, they are on Spotify, but they only get like a what, like point oh four oh oh four cents probably per play there. So the best way to support them would to be buy to buy their album Eschatologies. Having having the Wolves of Chernobyl for Twilight has worked out really well. Uh, I edit the podcast and it's been a dream come true um and so because of that uh i'd like to ask if you are an indie band uh or you like know an indie band and would like to have your music used in a similar fashion in a future series uh please reach out to us Uh, i'd love to talk to you i also want to thank some people for talking about us on our facebook page our twitter and our instagram uh, Franz Sweeney of the Land Above podcast and Kim from Chaotic Good Pod. <laughs> Franz Sweeney of the Land Above podcast and Kim from Chaotic Goodness podcast. Uh, both of those are part of the Nerdsmith Network, and which has lots of cool podcasts and streams. Uh, Jason Danger of the Incredibly Daring podcast. Thank you, Jason. Um, thank you to the Dice Girls podcast for naming an NPC after Haley. I know she's a big fan of the Dice Girls, and that meant a lot to her. Uh, thanks to uh, Caleb Montgomery for coming up with some of the music for the podcast and for coming up with the name Roleplay Redcon. Uh, thanks to Jeanette Blasius, Alex's wife, for designing our logo. Uh, and also my cousin Charlie Welsh for doing some of the show art, too. Um, thanks to... All thanks to all the rest of our friends and family for being supportive, especially Alex's brother Ben, who boosted us on International Podcast Day. There can only be one true Ben, and I will one day consume his energy. But that was actually a nice thing to do. If you talk about us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, you'll get a shout out too. Um, we are nearing the finale, probably. If I know Jency like I think I do, um, I don't know exactly how long this is going to be because Gen Z is directing but we've already got started planning our next series and in case you don't know we do an episode at the end of each series called Roleplay Rehash where we get to do the classic movie podcast thing and talk about the original film and how our version compares um, and if you send us a suggestion for how you would have redone Twilight we'll pick a few in, for, in an episode to read and discuss and we might read yours uh, we won't record that episode until we're the finale airs, and then we'll like wait a week, and then we'll record it. Um, but you can go ahead and start getting them in if you've already got some good ideas. You think um, you can reach us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, or by emailing us at friends at roleplayrightcon.com. Um, you can also email us if you'd like to purchase some space for us to do a sponsored message during this break. Uh, I think that's it. Uh, episode six should be up in two weeks, which will be October. 30th which is a real bummer it sucks that we couldn't land on october 31st but wednesday's roleplay retcon day and i don't want to change that anyway uh thank you for listening uh back to the episode i dreamed last night of our daughter that never was mesmerized by the curvature of her face that looked like yours and you were happy um so we're still at uh, 
Bradley's house. I'm starting to get a little anxious, though. Vampire anxiety. I don't... I, I don't if think I If we're not going to call it vampuberty, we're not going to call it anxiety. Did you just say anxiety? No, that's so good, though. Anxiety. I've got anxiety because I'm actually worried about Carlisle, which is kind of... Well, no, no, no. I want to worry about Carlisle, but it's also... I'm still hung up on the whole fact of he said I love you when he hung up the phone. So, um, what what's Bradley doing right now? Bradley is coming down the stairs, and he's in full baseball gear, like uh, a catcher's chest plate and, and batting helmet uh, with the cage in front of his face. And he's got like the shoveler. Yeah, just like the shoveler. All of the guards, like the catcher would have. Yeah, he's got he's got a a, a baseball duffel bag Does across across his shoulder. Guards? He's got the shin, shin guards. guards. Yeah, he's got the shin guards. He's got probably nothing much on his arms, but you know he's got a baseball bat in his hand. And he's, he's got, got biceps. It's fine. He's got a, he's got his biceps out. He's got a couple more baseball uh, bats stuck in the uh, in the bag over the shoulder. He is uh. He is ready. So I don't see this. I'm I'm turned away from the stairwell, and I say aloud. I know he's coming down the stairs, and I say, "Yeah, I can hear him." Um. Well, I can't hear his thoughts. I'm being no, but you can loud. hear his loud <laughs> yeah. clomping down the stairs. Yeah. Um. And I say aloud, Bradley. I I'm feeling some anxiety right now. Some some anxiety, if you will. Sure, if I will. <laughs> um, I just, I know I said we should stay here, but Carlisle just said some things to me on the phone, and I'm not, I'm not feeling good about what's going on. I can't hear what's going on. They're, they're too far away. And then I turn around and see what he's wearing, and I'm just like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for anything. I'm ready for action. I'm ready for uh, baseball. Funnily baseball? enough, um, <laughs> just like rubbing my temple. Like, mostly what? baseball. Mostly baseball, <laughs> but maybe you. maybe some action. Um, not that kind of action. <laughs> no. get, get your head out of the vampire gutter. <laughs> uh, what? Why are you wearing all that stuff, Bradley? It will protect me. Look. You don't have to protect me because I am protected. It'll protect me from harm. That's right. <laughs> okay. A fastball Are couldn't you get through roasting this. Roasting the characters in this <laughs> no, no, no. I was quoting the guy from Mulan. He was like, "This tattoo will protect me from harm." Oh yeah. Okay, I remember him. All right, good stuff. <laughs> no, that's good. That's primo content. I do like that. Listen, listen, Estella. If you're worried, we need to get out there. We can. We can help. Your dad. We can help my dad. We can help all the dads. Every dad. But Bradley, I need to keep you safe. I'm safe. We Look go at me. Out I've there. got all this. I, I got see all this. What you're wearing? I just. I'm even wearing two scarves, out. and nobody getting to this neck. All right. While you guys are talking, there is a doorbell ring. Did you order another pizza? No, I did not order pizza. Stay quiet. Stay quiet. Go back upstairs. Jensi, you sneaky fox. <laughs> he, he clunks back upstairs, probably. 
Do I, do I need to make a stealth roll to see if I can get up the stairs quietly yes. with all this kit? Yes, stealth roll. <laughs> all right. I got a plus one to stealth. So that's a plus one. All right. So as far as you know, it works. Yeah. <laughs> I am Stealth Master Supreme, baseball king of the Southwest. Or North Northwest. West. Northwest. All right. <laughs> Mr. Stealth King, you stealth on up those stairs. You got my baseball bat out. Do you do like cool moves with your baseball bat? Like I, I do switch them spinning and spinning it around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Estella likes that. She weeks at weak at the knees. So is anyone gonna answer the door or can I listen? Sure, roll a notice. Where are you at? I got a plus one to notice, so I have a two, a positive two. Okay. So you watch Bradley being all adorable, going up the stairs, swishing his little bat in his little in his little baseball outfit, and you're just like, mm-hmm, that's the stuff right there. And then you're like, no, wait a second, someone is, is at the door. So you uh, you listen very carefully, and you notice it is um, a masculine masculine voice. You hear the thoughts. Gosh, I hope I'm at the right place. Is he is he home? Maybe I should ring the doorbell again. But that seemed too eager. Okay, maybe I'll just wait a couple more seconds. So it's Jacob. Yeah. Is it? (laughs) Would Estella know that? By the sound of his thoughts? Estella would know that, yeah. Okay. (laughs) It's Jacob. So she she recognizes the voice, and so she goes... She goes to the door and opens it. She's like, Jacob. Oh, uh, 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 Estella, is that, I, I'm so sorry. I didn't know that you also, oh, right, because you guys are brother and sister, right? So, of course, you would also live here, of course. <laughs> what are you doing um, here? Oh, um, sorry, I, Bradley does live here, right? Yeah, he, he does. Perfect. Okay. Well, um, we got out of school early today. Um, something about needing to go home. I I don't know. The the police are real worried right now. So my parents and the other parents put up a big stink. And sorry, why am I here? Uh, yeah. So I I got out of school early, and um, uh, this was left at the at the coffee shop, and he holds up a little box. So I, you know, it's got Bradley's name on it, so I thought that I would return it to him. Is he here? So I wouldn't, I I don't want him to come in, but I'm assuming that Bradley, you might hear Jacob talking and want to come downstairs. Do I hear this? Roll me a notice. I'm going to do it. Do it, do it, do it. That's three. Nice. Yep, you hear it. Again, your window's facing yeah. the front drive, so yeah, you hear this stuff. It's super cool window. Because I, I want to <laughs> say, yeah, he lives here, uh, and when he asks me if he's here, I'm probably going to be like, um... I probably poke my head out uh, from my bedroom and look down the stairs. I'll say, now is not a good time. Oh, I, I wasn't trying to, you know, s- stick around or anything. I, I, I just wanted to 
return this box. Maybe I should have called and had him come pick it up at the coffee shop. Yeah. Probably so. Yeah. You should have called first. Jacob, oh, is that I'm you? I'm so sorry. Oh, Bradley. Hi. Yeah. Uh, oh. Start coming down the stairs. Are you still wearing the stuff, Bradley? Of course I'm still wearing the stuff. <laughs> I have to be protected. Um, uh, Jacob just kind of cocks his head to the side ever so slightly and gives you a confused look for just a split second before deciding he's not even going to worry about it. He's just so excited to see you. Oh, hey, Bradley. I'm so sorry to bother you at home. I probably should have just called and had you come pick this up, but How? I, I found this box in your booth that you guys sat in and I thought I'd come deliver it to you. Do I recognize the box? No. Did you say no? Yeah. You said yeah? You... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> no, Bradley, as far as you know, you didn't really leave anything at the, yeah, I didn't, at the coffee shop. I didn't leave anything at the coffee Jacob, how did you find my house? Oh, well, on the box, it's got your address. I, you know, I, I just, it didn't have a number or I would have called. And then he just kind of holds up the box again. It's kind of a smaller box. It's cardboard. Seems like something's rattling around in it. Sorry, if this is not a good time, I, I, I can just I, leave it. I, I, I can just leave take, it here. I quickly take the box from Jacob, and I'm like, Jacob, listen to me. This is super sweet you bringing me this, but you need to go right now. Oh, uh, oh, I'm so, I'm sorry, Bradley. It's, I, I feel like an idiot. It's fine. It's I didn't. Fine. I didn't mean to bother you. No, you didn't. You didn't bother me. I promise. I mean, at promise. your home. I mean, okay. it's a little weird, a little forward, maybe, but it's fine. Oh God, I'm so sorry. It's oh, fine. I feel like it's fine. I'm just gonna leave. It's I, fine. I'm it's never fine. gonna talk to you it's again. Fine. I'm so sorry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um. Uh, okay. He's so mean, Alex. I'm not. Uh, I'm saving his life. Okay. Uh, you know what? Just I. Uh, I don't work there anymore. I I don't I don't live here anymore. I gotta go. Bye. And he just kind of turns around and just <laughs> like half jogs down the driveway. <laughs> wow, Bradley. I ooh. I shut the door. <laughs> I like that this movie that keep we've we've made like Saw and John Hughes made a movie together. <laughs> And it's excellent. All right, so uh, you, <laughs> to, to compliment you just, myself, <laughs> you definitely made a teenage boy cry. I and you're holding a box. What you doing, Bradley? Wow, Bradley, making a teenage I boy just, cry. That's what he's doing. I really wish I knew what you were thinking right now. I'm thinking I think it would make me happy. I'm thinking that my life got so much more fucked up when I moved to Forks, Washington. You know what? Same. And then I tripped over